Good morning, everyone. It's Bruce Westfield coming to you live. Grind Workshop Podcast, where you are encouraged and inspired to be the best version of yourself. I am so excited to be here today with you. I want to continue to encourage and motivate you to be the best version of yourself. And that's by me being able to be the best version of me. You know, I am constantly working on myself daily just so I can put my best foot forward. Just finished up this past week, a uh, mastermind group in Chicago with a nonprofit organization. So excited to work with them, seeing the work that they put in, their own development, how proud they are. And because they're proud, I am so proud of them. I uh, actually, Pat, this actually passed this past week. I was sick. I wasn't feeling well. And while I was me, I didn't sound like me. And sometimes when you're sick, you sometimes don't sound like you. I feel like that Snickers commercial where, you know, you see that one person going crazy and then, you know, you give them a Snickers and then they turn back into themselves. That's kind of how I felt. <laughs> anyway, sometimes I crack myself up. So this past week, I was thinking as I was working with this organization and we were talking about capacity. And when we think about capacity, the question that I pose to people is, how do you increase capacity? How do you increase your capacity in any area of your life? That's a good question. Most people would say, well, I just need to do more. And quite frankly, what if I told you that was not the correct answer? It's not. Before I go into what I'm going to talk about, I this week wrote some notes down and I wanted to share my thoughts with you on capacity. And it might boil over into next week, but I'm going to do as much as I can to get through this today because I feel it's important that I share this with you. By the way, I have my coffee with me. If you want to know what I'm drinking, it's Cameron's. It's uh, definitely one of the more natural coffees out there. So I'm very excited to drink this coffee that I'm uh, going to indulge in today. But anyway, let's get back to capacity. What is capacity? I looked up the definition and the true definition is the maximum amount that something can contain. What is today's something? Today's something is your thinking. So how do you increase your capacity? I, I asked you that question a minute ago. The answer that most people say is through increasing it, increasing their work increasing their hard work. That's not the true answer. The true answer is your thinking. That's what it is. So how do we increase thinking capacity? Number one, stop thinking more work and start thinking what works. I can't tell you how many times I've been in situations where I've tried to start something, but yet everything else that I'm carrying on my load is suffering. You know, I'm thinking, well, if I just figure out how I can do this and then I can do this and do this then I can make that work. So I just got to increase this to do this so I can be able to get a little bit more time in this. And that's not right. I want to share a journey with you that took me a while to embrace. You see, back in 2016, I actually moved from San Diego. I was in beautiful, sunny California, San Diego. Okay. I was serving my church. I had a beautiful ministry that I was working in, the marriage ministry, loved the people, 
love working and serving the people. And I had a beautiful home. Family was happy. My kids were going to a great school. They were growing and developing over there. And I was very happy. My wife and I were very happy with where we were at. But the one thing that was suffering was my dissertation. You see, in 2011, it was August 30th, 2011, I made the decision to go to a doctoral program. And in that doctoral program, I wanted to motivate and inspire more people through organizational development and leadership. And I wanted to do that by getting a doctorate. I finished up all my coursework in, by 2015, and I found myself struggling. You see, as the ministry, the demands of the ministry were increasing, and the more that the more that my family was growing, I found myself getting less and less work done on my doctorate, my dissertation. And it got to a point, you know, my wife also, who was a doctoral student at that time, we're both going to school. She was also suffering in her studies as well because we were both leading that ministry. And I found it very hard to just stop everything that I was doing and what she was doing just to go finish our dissertations. We thought we could just do it all at the same time. We could get the doctors together. We can continue to grow the ministry. We can continue to grow our business that we were starting and working on. We could continue to build the life that we always desired in San Diego. But October 31st, Halloween 2016, the hard truth hit me and the hard truth hit my wife. If you continue to keep going at this pace, you will not finish your dissertation, Bruce. You will not finish it, Crystal. So then that's when we start thinking. What can we do to get this done? Because we know if we want to think about our future and we want to think about, you know, we don't want to think about just now because now matters. But if we want to think about what we're going to do in our future, what do we need in our future? What's going to help us make the most impact? What's going to give us the best opportunities to be able to reach more people? And the conclusion and the common denominator was getting our doctorates, finishing the dissertation. So, we had to put the house up for sale, told our pastor we were going to leave and move back to Chicago where we had a family, where our family was, our support system was, where they wanted to help us by, you know, being able to take our kids when we needed to work on things. And quite frankly, I think about it now, that was one of the hardest decisions that we had to make. It was hard because I was in my comfort zone does that ring a bell to you comfort it's easy to be in your comfort zone when you are managing a load that is manageable but when you have a load that is all over the place sometimes that can become the norm and you just don't know how to get out of it thinking back on it now it was probably the best decision we made but I knew, like, when we made the decision, when we were selling the house, when we were packing up the house to move, and then we finally left, a death. I had a, I, there was a death in me that, that took place. I said, man, I feel very sad that I'm leaving. But I will tell you this. I moved back. 
not only was I able to get the, the structure and the foundation I needed to finish my dissertation, but I also found a place where I can get to my thinking place. I'm free to think what I need to think, when I need to think it, how I need to think it, and I need to be able to act on it. And I don't need outside influences that are negative to prevent me from being able to go where I need to go. That's why it was important for me to go. So I had to ask myself, what does more work create? It doesn't create more capacity. All it does is it creates more weariness. That's all it does. I become more weary when I'm increasing my workload and not doing the things necessary, thinking wise, to get myself to the next level to increase my own capacity. So here are some questions that you need to ask on how you need to increase your thinking capacity to increase your work capacity. Number one, you have to ask yourself what works. It's not about who's what's convenient for the other person or what's convenient for people or you know how this person is going to feel. No, this comes down to how you feel. How you feel about where you are going, where you're headed. So you have to ask yourself, what's going to work for me? And yes, I've said it many times, in the very beginning, it's about you. But ultimately down the line, with the work, the work that you put in today, it's it's about the people. It's about the thing that you're working towards to influence, to motivate, to inspire. That's what it comes down to. You have to ask yourself, what's going to work for you to help you get to the next level in anything that you want to do? Some follow-up questions that you're going to have to ask is, what am I required to do? What gives the greatest return? And then the last question is, what gives you the greatest reward? Or if not you, what gives it the greatest reward? I think those are some important questions because a lot of times when you are in a place where you can, you know, get to your thinking place, you can freely think those three questions, what's going to work for you? And you ask those follow-up questions. It will eventually lead to you figuring out what's going to work for you, what strategy do you need to do? What does your family need to do to get here? So if you want to work, if you want to work towards getting out of debt, some people say, well, that means I need to work more hours. No, maybe there's something else you can do that doesn't require you to be at the job that you don't like. And you can be doing something else to increase your revenue, your, you know, maybe you can start a side hustle, a business. Most people that I know in Chicago that work a side business that are doing very well, that are not doing it at their regular jobs, they enjoy doing, you know, gigs that don't require them to be in an office where they feel bogged down, stressed, overwhelmed. They like to do gigs because the gigs allow them to meet new people. It allows them to be in different places. It allows them to be more creative. You see where I'm going with this? It's not about you doing more work at the thing that you think you need to do more work. It's about you thinking, strategizing, what's going to work? How is it going to work? It's you asking what's going to give you the best return. Sometimes the best return is peace of mind. And if you're trying to get out of a situation or if you're trying to get out of some relationships that don't inspire you to think the best, the greatest, 
Maybe that might be something you need to be to evaluate or reevaluate or address. So I want to talk to you about point number two. Stop thinking, can I, and start thinking, how can I? There is a slight difference here, and I want to make sure to communicate this difference up front. When you think, can I, it's most people's answer that leads to no. I don't like the word no. In fact, I don't like giving other people power over me to tell me no. The best way that I can overcome a no is thinking, how can I? When you think, how can I, it leads to testing your limits. Most people don't even know what their limits are. They just get a little bit irritated here and they think that's the limit. No, you got more work to do. Everyone has more work to do. When I, in fact, let me, I want to actually go back for a second. When you learn to test your limits, you learn new capabilities, new things, new strengths, new things about you that you have never discovered before. And sometimes when you allow other people to help you by molding and shaping you and helping you to think and encourage you to think more and to do more, what eventually happens is you will become more. Notice I didn't say you do more. I say you become more. You become more by thinking more, thinking more, asking better questions. When you learn to ask better questions of multiple ways on doing things and how to do things, you will become more. It's all in your thinking. This is all a psychological game. That's what it is. It's not about physical strength, It's a, but it's just a matter of psychological strength. That's what it's about. That's the game. Some of the greatest thinkers, they've been the best and the greatest influences in our country, in our world. They help us by being able to go back and do research, figure out what works here, what didn't work here. They're always asking questions to encourage or to help us to move forward with the next level of thinking, the next big thing. You know, we wouldn't have Apple or we wouldn't have iPhones if Steve Jobs didn't always ask different questions to get different results. For all those Google people, you wouldn't have your, I don't even know what you call those things anymore. Um, you know, you have your, your, oh, that's iPad. But anyway, you have all these other things out there that you use on your Google, you know, your Google platforms. And it was all created by people thinking of multiple ways of how to do it. The name of the game is what you think. It's not about what anybody else thinks. It's what you think. What you think matters. That's what it comes down to. So I want to share a, a story with you really quick that I think would really help some of you. When in 2003, I set out to join the military. I joined the Navy. I didn't have a I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I joined the military. And when I got there, I decided the first thing I wanted to do was go to college. The first couple of years, I'm, you know, I'm a, I would say I was an apprentice, you know, learning the job of directing aircrafts. So there wasn't really much of a demand on me. But as I grew in leadership and as I grew in rank, there was more of a demand for me as far as leadership was concerned, which meant that my studies to my to the military was not a priority. I had to make it a priority. When I was on my last deployment, 
a lot of you don't know this, but when you're on deployment, you don't have a lot of personal time. All you do is work all the time. I remember working 18 hour days on the flight deck, directing aircraft, hot exhaust, 140 degree temperatures in the middle of the Gulf, the Persian Gulf. I remember sweating, wiping the sweat off and only five seconds later for the sweat to return. And I remember only getting four hours of sleep a lot of days, but there were days and I didn't compromise this. I just told them, hey, I need to continue to, to do my studies while I'm on deployment. So I would sacrifice one hour just so I can be able to work towards getting my degree. And I knew I wasn't staying in the full four years. There's a reason why I'm bringing this story up. I had the end goal in mind, but it wasn't a matter of how, it wasn't a matter of can I, I wasn't asking them, can I? I basically walked in with the thought process of how can I get this done? And then I let the military know, this is what I wanna do. This is how I'm going to do it. I need you to support this. Now, I put a lot of pressure on my superiors above me because I want to let them know that this was very important to me. This is my future. And just because you make a commitment to your country for about four or eight or however long that you make the commitment to, it doesn't mean you have to sacrifice your personal goals. I still serve my country. I still did what I need to do. And I still finished my degree. But do you know that there were people who for the time I was on that military ship, they gave me flack. They told me I was only book smart. They told me that I would never do this, that I would never do that. And every time I got around them, they always acted funny. And these were the same guys that they show favoritism to, the same guys that they would laugh and joke with. But by the time that our four year term was up, cause we all went in the military at the same time, we're all leaving the ship. I'm about to get my four year degree. They're leaving with nothing. Do you know? They said, Bruce. And I remember it just like it happened yesterday. We should have did what you did, man. Instead of us going after the, all these qualifications in the military, we should have worked on ourselves outside the military, finished up our degrees. Now we have to use our Montgomery GI Bill to pay to go to school instead of using the military's tuition assistance program to pay for education. Ah, somebody did their homework. Why did it take some people four years to realize that they made a mistake by investing so much time and effort and energy in something that was only temporary when they didn't think long-term? We have to think long-term when it comes to capacity. In order to increase your capacity, you have to get in a place where you can think. You have to get a strategy. You have to get to a place where you feel comfortable to create strategy, thought processes, systems, things that are going to work for you, not for people, not for it. What are your next steps? The first thing I want to say is your next step is you have to get away from people who do not encourage your best thinking. Some of those people might be your family. Some of those people might be at the job where you go to lunch with them every day and they're always putting you down. But just because you don't have anybody else to hang out with, that's who you hang out with. Or maybe it might be that person that you look up to and you realize they're toxic. 
maybe it might be time to seek out some new leadership. But all in all, you have to surround yourself around people who encourage you to do your best thinking. That's what it's about. Your best thinking is what's going to allow you to create the next big idea, the next big thing that's going to help you and your family get to where you want to be in your life. You want to increase capacity? Get around some new people that encourage your better thinking. Number two, you need to find a, a safe haven. You need to find a place that allows you to be able to think freely without distractions, without interruptions, or things or people that are going to put you in a position where you don't do your best thinking. My best thinking I do is in my office down here in my basement. It's quiet. If I need to take a break from thinking, I can always turn to my TV. You know, if I don't want to do do any TV, I have a speaker where I can listen to uh, audio audiobooks. And when I'm done doing those things and taking my break, I'm back to doing my best thinking. I am always strategizing. For the people that do know me, you know, I'm all about strategizing and creating something. And I'm always trying to create the next best thing or the big thing. Why? Because I'm forward thinking. I'm thinking about my future and I'm thinking about my legacy. I want my kids to be proud of me. I want my kids to know that their dad didn't sit on the couch all day eating Frito-Lays, corn chips, watching TV, doing nothing with his life. They don't need to see their mom sitting around eating bonbons like, what's uh, Al Bundy's wife? You know that woman. They want to see a mom that is doing something. And the way you do it is by doing your best thinking. So number one, what's going to be your next steps? Get around, get around people who encourage you to do your best thinking. And number two, get to a place, your safe haven, where it encourages you to do your best thinking. I want to let you guys know, it's a this platform, this podcast is available on five different platforms. I want to definitely let you know what those are. It's Breaker, it's Pocket Cast, Google, Google Podcasts. Spotify, Anchor, and I believe that Apple Podcasts, it's now available on. But there are four other ones that it's in the works, but I'm honored and grateful that we're expanding. I'm grateful that people from other countries are tuning in. I want to also let you guys know that if you want to follow my journey, you can go on social media platforms like Instagram and Facebook and look up at I am Bruce Westfield and you can find out what I'm doing, who I'm inspiring. You can get daily inspiration, quotes, memes, the name of the game, people. I want to inspire you daily. Follow me on those platforms. Also, if you are interested in working on your best self, if you are an entrepreneur or if you are someone that just looking to grow personally and professionally you can go on facebook and join the grind workshop group on facebook go ahead and click the join button when you click it i'll get the notification i'll add you but what if you say you're not ready if you're not ready that's cool i always say this in all of my episodes if you're not ready that's okay we will wait for you when you feel confident when you feel 
that you can actually get into that group in that space and you're in a position where you can learn or you you can contribute cool click join i want to thank all of you today for joining me on this week's episode of capacity and increasing your thinking capacity and i just look forward to sharing continuous thoughts with you moving forward i love you guys i thank you for your support i really do appreciate you guys and uh You guys enjoy the rest of your week. Stay encouraged.